Mental health has been a major challenge for small businesses throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. Today, I'm speaking with Catherine Lowry, the New South Wales Mental Health Commissioner, about the particular issues faced by small businesses and their staff. I'm particularly keen to hear from Catherine how they can get more support and advice. Welcome to Talking Business, Catherine. Thank you, Chris. It's lovely to be here. Uh, Mental health has been a a big issue for many people during the COVID-19 pandemic. Our monthly survey found that mental health was one of the top four challenges facing small business people. Have you seen a shift in the demand for services in the focus of your team? Um, Chris, absolutely. The impact upon um, small business has been palpable, hasn't it? And, you know, we know that two thirds of small business owners are experiencing psychological distress, which is up by a third from pre-COVID times. So we have seen a shift in demand for services. We know that waiting lists for mental health counsellors and psychologists and psychiatrists are rising, as is the waiting times. And we know more broadly that about one in 10 people across New South Wales experienced a new mental health issue during 2020. And about half of the population were accessing some type of formal or informal support to help them deal with COVID-19 and the related events. So we know in all of that, because small business is really big business when you consider um, the number of people that it employs across New South Wales, all um, small business owners and their employees are in those stats. And so what we're really finding is how can we shift our services to be more flexible? And that's about shifting from face-to-face to to online. How can we um, get services across a range of um, areas of specialty? And so we will find that there are services like um, the Heads Up by Beyond Blue and the Safe Work um, have really put a lot of effort into having online supports and tips and tricks and resources for both business owners and employees about how to support their mental health during this time. Yeah, I want to go back to to a couple of the points you just raised there, but I guess that if we can start from the beginning, there's always a certain amount of stress in a workplace, but, but what do we really mean by creating a mentally healthy workplace? Well, mentally healthy workplaces, in one sense, you would think would be easy to create, but because we're all humans, we bring our whole self into work, don't we? We bring in our um, stress from home or, you know, paying the bills or getting the kids to school or whatever. But a mentally healthy workplace are really are those that people look forward to attending, you know, that are open to individuals' needs and where employees and managers are flexible and they're supportive of each other. And really the development of such workplaces really depends on leadership from the top. So I think, you know, one of the key messages there is starting from the top, you know, running a small business, as you said, always brings a certain amount of stress because ultimately the buck stops with you. So it's your leadership to have a psychologically safe and supportive environment and to look after your own mental health. Mm Mm-hmm. And the warning signs in respect to mental health that small business people should be looking for in themselves or their or their staff, 
are they always obvious or, or sometimes does it take uh, a higher degree of awareness to see them or to, to sense that they exist? Well, that's a good question because um, there isn't a, a one rule fits all and I can go through a, a couple of those warning signs. But really, I think it comes down a lot to relationships as well. And in small business, the strength of that is that you do have those relationships with your employees and your staff. You do know each other because you are in a smaller environment. So it's actually just looking out for when things don't seem right, when someone might be a bit more techy than usual. But if you're thinking about your own mental health and well-being, or if you're um, watching um, how your employees are interacting and you know having conversations with them just to ask them how they're going, you know, look out for things like if they're excessively worrying about things, um, whether they're a bit more nervous or irritable, or if they're on edge. Um, if if people, and especially during um, the pandemic when there was such a great unknown. Um, some people can really have a sense of impending danger or panic um, or doom because they, they don't know what's going to happen in their lives. And then, you know, to reflect again back on um, checking in with yourself, you know, you can have um, increased heart rate, um, rapid breathing, you might be feeling weak or tired, trouble sleeping, um, sometimes you can get gastrointestinal problems. And the other things that you can, you know, watch out for your staff if they're not complaining about, you know, God, I'm feeling crook today, you know, I think I've got a, a tummy bug, I'm sleeping really badly. But also it's about difficulty concentrating, you know, if you can just see whether yourself, you're not going through the books or the pays as quickly as you used to, or you find your staff at the end of the day aren't um, as you know, productive during the day, that difficulty in concentrating and focus, I think is a real key one to look out for. And it would be a mistake, I think, or I assume, to think, well, the worst of COVID's behind us now, or we hope it is, so I don't need to be mindful of these things in the workplace. Uh, you know, it'll take care of itself because COVID's not, not an issue anymore. So I, I assume that's not the, not the way to view these things. No, it's not. And I guess the thing is, even if we start back from the very beginning about, you know, what is a mentally healthy workplace, you know, day to day, month to month or year in, year out, there are always times when people can have poorer mental health and well-being. And we know over our lifetime anyway, half of us will have um, a mental health issue. And I always say if half of us over our lifetime gets one, then the other half will be there looking out for us, supporting us, caring for us. So when you just look at that over the lifetime of any um, um, business, you will always have someone who comes up with some mental health challenge or they're just going through a tough time. So yeah, it absolutely is something to keep your eye on. And we know it's uncharted territory in a sense. We've got lots of research on the mental health um, impacts from, say, a specific event, say, like the bushfires and the devastating bushfires that were in Victoria um, over 10 years ago showed that, um, and that was like, you know, if you think of that as a one-off event, so to speak, um, people's mental health, when they were still being surveyed, 10 years later, they were still saying, my mental health still isn't quite there yet. I'm, I'm still recovering. So when we think about now, um, our communities across New South Wales have experienced bushfire after an extended drought. Then there were floods. Then we had COVID. Then we had mouse plagues. We're back to floods again. 
Um, this is a really unusual time. And I think it's absolutely that, um, you know, just as you might be doing an OHS check up of your building, mm. you've got to do a bit of a mindful wellbeing checkup of your staff. And that's a really good point. You mentioned time there. Um, small business people I talk to always tell me that they're time poor. They look after their staff. They look after their customers. They may feel that they need to look after their, their own mental health or see the, see the value in doing that. What, what advice would you have for them? Well, I guess the first thing is, um, and this might sound a bit obvious, isn't it? But you're important. And, um, and whilst the stress of, um, of being a um, small business owner might be there, there are always the parts that really give you joy and you really like, you know, having that freedom to run your own business, but you're important. And so just as you would invest in your business, you need to invest in yourself because that's just smart business. Because as um, I said earlier, um, if you are getting poor mental health or poor well-being, your concentration isn't going to be as good. You might be a bit more grumpy. And we know if you've got staff or customers, that's not good for business anyway. So looking after yourself is a good and smart investment. But in terms of the, the things to help you and, and, and keep you well, well, it's really tough, I know, especially um, when many small businesses now m might have shifted um, you know, to working from home you know, in that transition now, maybe back into the office, is to really have those work-life boundaries. That's really important to draw that line in the sand, knock off literally, and go for a walk, spend time with family, do something that you enjoy that's not work. Um, exercise, I don't know whether people like to go for a walk, go for a jog, whatever exercise is so important for your mind health if you are really thinking that you know some days are worse than others for some they like keeping a journal where they can reflect what their thoughts are and they might reflect upon that but really um you know looking after yourself and connecting with people you know good time spent with friends and family is really important. And I think during the lockdowns and the restrictions, it really has highlighted that connections are so important to our mental health. But really, um, you know, resilience is something that we can learn. And so I think over these next few years, resilience will be really important. And so it's sort of like for me, exercising your mind and you kind of build up your resilience muscle so if times do get tough again in the future that you're better prepared and so that's about finding ways to stay productive even when there are tough times mm -hmm. and small business owner operators who are looking for assistance is there is there support tailored for them and and if there if there is where can they access that or find more more out about it well, the, it's, the really good news is that there is a lot of support and um, tailored especially for um, small business owners and, um, and employees because I think it's really important to understand that it's not only that environment that small business works in, but, you know, small business can be part of the local community fabric as well. So, you know how we can keep our small businesses 
mentally healthy and our staff and our um, business owners mentally healthy is really good for the community. So Beyond Blue have an amazing um, set of resources, including a, um, a 24 hour helpline. Um, they've got the Heads Up online portal, which is really specific for um, business and small business. They actually also have um, free online mental health training if um, managers feel that that's something that they might need. There's the um, new website, Head to Health, and that has a whole range of services that are available because as a business owner, you might find that um, some of your staff might be struggling a bit. So it's also about you being able to have a conversation and say, look, do you want to go see a GP? If you don't feel like doing that, you can go to Head to Health and look at what's available to support you locally. There's rural financial counselling services, and Safe Work New South Wales, they've got um, Mental Health at Work, which has a, an array of um, services and supports that can be both about yourself and about your business. And I just think um, there's so much out there, like, you know, ahead for business, which every mind runs, there's just a lot of effort and focus. And I think small business, therefore, shouldn't feel that they've been abandoned or that, um, you know, they can't find their way through things. If they, will, if they can just set aside some time, they'll be able to find some online supports that, that'll be tailored for them. And as you say, don't, don't be afraid to invest in yourself in this space. Oh, look, absolutely. I think um, managers normally are fantastic at supporting their staff and looking out for their staff, but you do have to look out for yourself as well. It's that old adage of, um, you know, put on the oxygen mask first, and then that way you're in the best position to help those around you. And I think um, the stresses and the challenges of the last, you know, almost two years now, I think we're coming up to Christmas and the, the bushfires that we had, we just really um, have to reflect that small businesses are, are not only responding to COVID, but they're still doing their recovery. You know, they are still doing the recovery from the bushfires. You know, they're trying to get on the, on their feet after floods. You know, there's there's a lot they've had to deal with, but um, but I think there's resilience there. There's you know, you can always learn and and improve, and that there are supports out there. And I think. To be honest, don't be too hard upon yourself. You know, there there is financial counselling. There's a whole range of things there. Um, you don't have to do it on your own. Catherine, that's sensational advice for all small businesses right across New South Wales, indeed across the country. Thank you for your time today. We really have appreciated hearing from you. It has been a huge issue in terms of the representations we've got. Great to hear there is advice and support out there for small business owners and operators. Oh, look, thanks, Chris. I just, um, you know, my, my kind of parting message for a podcast actually is an image. And I don't know if you recall this as well, but when I think about small businesses and how much they are committed to their communities, I always think of that um, image of a pharmacist on the far south coast in New South Wales during the bushfires and the sky is red and he kept the pharmacy open to make sure that all the local community could get their medications. And you just think, you know, it's for many small businesses, it's more than just a business. Hmm. It really is supporting your community. And, um, and I think that's why government, you know, 
is there they've provided you know supports and i just really you know want people to understand there's never a problem in in, in reaching out for help um you'd, you'd help your mate so just help yourself well and thank you for the work that you do in supporting small business with their mental health needs and concerns We'll put the links to some of the resources Catherine mentioned on the podcast description. Thanks for listening. We'll return soon with another episode of Talking Business.